CKU 290.3. You're listening to the Tuesday Morning Show. That's every Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., same place, same time. We are back, joined again. My good pal. This is the first time that I've had the two pals on one. Three become one. We have Colin. <laughs> Colin, hello. Hi. And we have Veronica. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Hello, also. Thanks for having me you're, back. You're off your probation, Colin. <laughs> I've, I've got the fiddling of the pins out of my system. <laughs> uh, we call that, yeah, dead. I don't know, what do we call it? A hot mic or something? I don't know. <laughs> and, and radio. You're supposed to know this stuff, Scott. You're the radio host. I guess so. Um, I think, hopefully, you guys seem a little bit quiet to me, but I think you're good. Maybe just speak like up. Not talking a bit. much, or just you can't hear. Me. Well, I think maybe just speak with a louder voice. Okay, here we go. <laughs> That's this better. is as loud as my voice gets. I don't know if I can. Veronica, you're good. I think it's just calling because he has no headphones. <laughs> oh, I can go get my headphones once you put the next. Okay. Song. Yeah, sounds good. So, my friends, how are you doing? Good, all things considered. Lots of things to be considered, so we're good. I know, I know. It's a funny time to be like asking, especially like I've been at the protests, you know, and like protests where you ask someone, you run into someone that you see, and then you're just like, hey, or like, oh, how's how are you? And you're just like, you know, even if you are really good, you can't just be like, oh, great. You know what I mean? It's like this like impending doom over your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. How can you say you're good when like the world feels like it's collapsing around you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Colin, you're in Portland, so have you been at the protest recently? The the federal, basically the protest against the federal occupation of Portland? Yeah, um, I went last night and it was completely chill and relaxed and not to say that like they haven't been chill, but if you've been paying attention, then they haven't been true <laughs> you know they're like the the department of homeland security was sent in by donald trump himself and it was to kind of like tame the the protesters antifa. as they're called yeah antifa <laughs> or a beehive of terrorists is what he likes to say um so they were is that sent what... in go ahead he, Donald Trump calls them a beehive of terrorists. Yeah, yeah, he was. I think that was a quote of his from this last time where he was supposed to. They were supposed to. The feds were supposed to leave and be taken out of Portland for, you know, several reasons. Uh, but he, they were supposed to be out this last week, and then Donald Trump said that he was gonna have them stick around through the weekend just in case that Oregon Oregon's governor Kate Brown and Portland's mayor Ted Wheeler didn't do their job and stop the protests because all the protesters are a beehive of terrorists well I mean Donald Trump's calling anti didn't he literally call them anti-police protesters he called anti-police protesters Antifa, so that means that a yeah. dummy idiot is admitting that cops are fascists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just having that same thought. 
I'm like, oh, to be anti-fascist is to be a terrorist, but to be a white supremacist is not terrorism? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. how can you put it more plainly than that? I don't know. Yeah, there's a really good uh, inter- or I don't even know who it was, but it was a video that I watched. It was some congresswoman that was talking about the... I think it was the mayor of Minneapolis mm-hmm. or some city. It's a, in... There's a the, there's a woman who's the mayor of Minneapolis, so I don't think it was Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, they, there was some <clears throat> um, anti-Black Lives Matter protesters that you know weren't wearing masks and were being very. Uh, confrontational with their protesting tactics so not peaceful protests mm-hmm. but they were just like not they were greeted with you know open arms or whatever it's not like they were getting tear gassed like the people that were protesting for black lives matter are mm-hmm. and the woman is like just laying into the mayor like why didn't you do you know like why were you treating them like Sorry, it's really early for me, so words are hard. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so I know where you're going with it, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's double standard. <laughs> well... In a very revealing direction. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well... But Portland's well, been crazy. I mean, the feds are definitely supposedly supposed to be taken out of Portland, so it's been chill the last few nights, but, like... I was there every night last week and it was fucking insane. Just like, literally it's like people standing there in front of the quote unquote justice center Mm -hmm. and there's just federal officers protecting this building and Mm -hmm. they're, you know, standing there. Literally there's a, you know, a wall of moms is what they called it where all these protesters moms came out and stood in front of everyone. And they still just straight up, just like we're fucking them up, like straight up pepper spraying them in the face, like knocking them over, throwing their shields off, like just throwing gas cans of tear gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. War crimes. It's definitely not justice. Like, yeah. Who can argue with that? Exactly. Everyone just calls it the injustice center. <laughs> well, uh, I hate to, to, uh, oh, my Siri just came on when I said that. That's creepy. Anyways, uh, so let's get back to the music for a little bit. We'll talk about it more next time we're on air. We do have an interview coming on in about 20, 20 minutes, actually. Uh, nice. Courtney Garvin of the band The Courtney's, and we're going to be talking about her new project, Gum Country, who just released their album. Um, we know Courtney because I interviewed her a couple years ago when the Courtney's were in town but uh, yeah we'll hear more from her in a little bit and uh, I'll talk to you two in a little bit oh remember you can find the set list at ckut.tuesday on Instagram um, and you're listening to ckut 90.3 
ZKUT 90.3. You're listening to the Tuesday Morning Show. That's every Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. It should be about 7.45 for you guys right now on a Tuesday morning. And we have reached the point uh, where we're going to bring in our interviewee that we have been waiting for this morning. Uh, Courtney Garvin of the band The Courtney's, who I... If you're a long-time listening member of the show, which I don't know if that exists, but I interviewed the Courtney's a couple years ago, um, Courtney is a part of, and we are talking about a new album she has out under a new project, so let's bring on our guest. Let's do a little mic check here. Courtney, can you hear me? Yep, I'm in here. Okay. I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you. Is there any way you can speak a little bit louder? Oh, yeah, sure. I can try it. Okay. How's this? A little better. I'll okay, cool. Just, let me make sure the background is... Okay, this should be better. Okay. So, Courtney, you're in L.A., yeah? Yeah. And the last time we spoke was, like... feels like an eternity ago now with everything going on, but it was... 2018 when the Courtney's were in Montreal? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that was uh, the tour we did with Cloud Nothings. It was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. And, uh, oh, one tidbit from that interview. I remember there was this song that you guys had written, but you wouldn't tell me who it was about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That and, was funny, yeah. And, okay. But I noticed that you guys had like a Spotify live session like a year later or something, and then you guys played it. It was. So you the, know who it is. It's Nathan Fielder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not sure why it sort of turned into like a big secret, <laughs> but it did, and now the secret's out. Yeah, now the secret's out. <laughs> when I heard it, I was I was really surprised. I was like, what? oh, like I wouldn't yeah. guess. But it makes yeah. sense because Jen said he's Canadian, so the person is Canadian. Totally perfect sense. Um, so you and was in, just released a new album um, under another band name called Gum Country, a new project you started, um, which is really great, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And so that's why we brought you on today to talk about. So shifting to that, do you mind telling us just like, well, I, I have an idea of maybe why Gun Country started, not why, but like, I know that the Courtney's, you guys all live in different countries now. So recording requires you guys all to meet in an agreed upon place and to write music. Um, so I don't know if that played into part of like starting another project, but do you want to just tell me what, when and why, what point you decided to start country yeah yeah for sure um so yeah with the courtney's like we're a really kind of slow band mm -hmm. and everyone kind of yeah lives in different places so and we're like a really collaborative writing group too so we have to sort of be together in order to be creative um so i guess like just maybe after we finish recording too um i was like coming up with a lot of material on guitar and i just sort of felt 
motivated to write songs, but the Courtney's weren't really writing songs at that moment. We were kind of taking like a year off or so. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna like, you know, write some songs anyways, and maybe try some different things. And um, yeah, that's kind of how it started. Um, so I recorded like a cassette of demos um, that summer. I guess that was probably like the summer of 2016, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's been like a cooking for a long time. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, I guess like both projects, like the Courtney's and Gum Country, both are like super casual, kind of slow paced things. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I always, I think I get less, I'm, I, I, assume it's this way more nowadays but when i first started interviewing people i always shocked about like when they have an album come out and they're like yeah i wrote that song like eight years ago and like how long (laughs) of a disconnect it is between when people are creating uh new music and or new genres even and when people don't get to hear it yeah it really varies i mean i think that there's also like the ability to just like write something and release it immediately too Mm -hmm. um but yeah for whatever reason i'm not that type of person (laughs) i'm really slow but another really like um good distinction between the two projects is um the courtney's is like a collaborative songwriting group so i don't really i'm not like the main songwriter in that band i just write my guitar parts and with gum country i wanted to like try out songwriting so starting with like guitar and vocals is a really different way for me to approach music. So Mm. yeah, I'm not sure if like people would know that listening to, you know, both bands, but it's a pretty different process for me. Oh, okay. That is right. I mean, from a naive listener point of view, I see a lot of similarities between, I think mainly because your guitar, your guitar style is so recognizable to me uh, that I can, I don't know. I, I'm surprised to hear you say that you're not like a main like songwriter for the Courtney's because your guitar style is so distinct. Um, yeah, I mean, like it is. There's only really like like that band just has one guitar and one bass, so it, mm-hmm. the guitar is a big part of the music for sure. This is in the Courtney's. Do you sing often, or is is Gum Country the first project that you're really the singer? Yeah, that's the uh, another thing too is that I'm singing in Gum Country. Like in the Courtney's, um, Jen writes all the vocals, and she sometimes writes parts for me and Sydney to sing too. So we do sing a bit, but it's like all her kind of vision. Mm-hmm. And so, how does it how does it feel to be the singer? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I really like it. I think singing is so freeing like it's really fun um but like I definitely it's a lot like singing and playing guitar so now when I like play with the Courtney's I have so much fun so I'm like this rules all I have to do is play guitar (laughs) it's like so much easier yeah sometimes I like really set myself up like the guitar parts are a little bit tricky and then i'm like oh my god why did i do this oh when in the in gum country because you're singing and yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but overall like it's it's cool it's not like super natural for me to be a front person i've been playing just sort of like as not a front person in bands forever 
So um, yeah, it's pretty new for me, but it's fun. Um, and that's exciting. And and because of your album came out in the middle of the pandemic, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but have you guys gotten to actually play live as a band very often? No, not since the album came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things are... You trying to bust her? What are you, <laughs> No, I mean, we haven't even, like, been, been able to practice or anything. Like, music is just, like, it doesn't exist right now, basically. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Yeah, it's been pretty tricky. I don't know what it's like in other cities, but maybe... I know in New Zealand they're having gigs... <laughs> I heard, yeah, I saw that too. But, that, but that's about all I've heard. Yeah. So yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit unfortunate. Like it's, yeah, it's weird to release something and not just be in high gear right away. Did you guys contemplate? I don't know if anybody is doing this, but did you guys contemplate like delaying it at all, or was it just kind of like it is what it is? Yeah, it is what it is for sure. I mean, I think leading up <laughs> to June when it came out, we maybe weren't expecting the pandemic would last as long as it has. You know, like in March and April, we were like, well, we'll see. Maybe we can still tour in the summer. But but there is a Courtney's album in the pipe too. And that one was originally going to be release in the fall but <laughs> that one's getting pushed okay. and it's not really it's not really for like like a, it's a lot of the reason is just because i've been so sick but um it's not really as like a strategy i don't okay. i i kind of my feeling is that like um stuff just kind of happens because it happens and i don't know i just kind of feel like if you wait until the pandemic is over for like a strategic reason it's like it's just gonna feel so old and so irrelevant by that point so my instinct is like just you know put the music out mm -hmm. um on the note i mean we don't have to to speak about it if you're not comfortable um as well but you mentioned that you got sick um is that something yeah. that you're willing to share? And I was, I'm just wondering if it, because we were talking about you being a singer now, if it really impacted um, your yeah, job as totally. a musician. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, it's been just like the focus of my life for the last four or five months. But yeah, I picked up COVID right at the beginning, like just a few days before lockdown. Mm -hmm. So I've and I've got like this weird long version of it. It's called long haul COVID. There's like hundreds of thousands of people in the world with this right now, but it's not getting like a ton of media attention yet, but it's basically just like the symptoms just go on forever, kind of like chronic illness style, but they don't go on forever. They will supposedly go away eventually. But yeah, I've been struggling with it for four and a half months now but it is like so much better than it has been but a lot of it is like breathing attacks and respiratory issues so I haven't been able to sing which is a little bit yeah a little bit of a bummer but it, yeah. you know it's in the grand scheme of things I'm super grateful to just be able to come out of it okay eventually and mm -hmm. you know 
that could be so so much worse and yeah mm -hmm. it, it's gonna be okay yeah. but i have been playing my guitar so i've got a lot of like instrumentals cooking is that for a uh, some more gum country or some more courtney's or just you'll see <laughs> We'll see. Probably a bit of both. I've also been like getting like super spiritual and writing a lot of like meditation kind of music. So I don't know. It, like I can't really say I have a ton of like there's too much purpose behind it. But mm -hmm. I do have a lot of like raw material <laughs> building. So we'll uh, see. Nice. That's good. I mean, I guess in some ways too, it it's, it makes since you're you know, want to make sure you're fully recovered before you tour again at, at the gum country and sing. I guess it kind of takes the pressure off. Like, you're not yeah. going to be trying to tour as soon as the government says you can, you know? I know, yeah, that's kind of uh, an interesting thing to think about, too. And, like, I have all this, like, lung damage now, and I don't know what would happen to me right now if I even picked up something like just a normal cold. So sometimes I am really sort of, like, appreciative that all these, like, restrictions are in place right now, because it just, it makes it, <clears throat> you know, obviously harder to pick up anything else other than COVID as well. And yeah, there's no pressure right now at all <laughs> to do anything, so... Yeah, it's an okay kind of environment for recovering. Yeah. Um, can you remind me, uh, for Gum Country, uh, you have your other band members, it's, um, I, I can't remember their names, but one of them is in the band Automatic, right? Yeah, that's Haley. She, um, Haley. She's a good friend and she plays bass in Automatic. Okay. Um, yeah, so we have her playing bass for us although okay know. and automatic is they're signed to stone store records we play them on the show sometimes cool just yeah, for the listeners totally. to... yeah i made a music video for them too and like just done a few little art things for them and stone throw so yeah oh they're really part part of the family <laughs> <laughs> i think i saw something um because i think we have like a a mutual friend on Instagram, um, Jamie. And I, I think he posted, like I saw in his stories, he posted some kind of like video work that you did. Cool, um, yeah, I did like sort of a really cartoony animated video for their song, Electrocution. Okay, that's cool. you wanna check okay, it out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check it out then. We'll, we'll post it on the show Instagram. Um, Sweet, yeah, they're so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them a lot. And, um, yeah, and is there any, so you said, I remember the last time we spoke to you, we spoke to the Courtney's, we spoke to you, you guys meant you had just started the writing process, so you mentioned earlier that there should be an album coming out in yeah. sometime in your future. Yeah, totally. We recorded it in January, and we were like just about... We had all these things booked in March and April, like music video shoots and photo shoots. And we were just about to like, you know, make all this material, but now, um, yeah, we haven't been able to do any of that. So I think it's gonna be maybe like February 
mm. is the new kind of date, but it hasn't been announced yet. So okay, this is this is a uh, yeah. <laughs> well, for the the relatively few people that listen to the show, look at the inside scoop. Let's hope there's no yeah, uh, totally uh, no journalists or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally writers. fine. It's all good. Awesome. Um, well, thanks so much, Courtney. I'm glad that we were finally able to uh, do this interview, and I'm glad that you're starting to feel better, too. Thank you. Yeah, me too. Um, thanks so much for inviting me to do it. Oh, for sure. Oh, and one, one thing I wanted to mention. I saw uh, when the Gum Country album came out, you guys were, like, sending out packets of, like, seeds to, like, grow plants. Yeah. <laughs> do you still have yeah, any left? Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Um, send me your address. I'll send you some. I and anyone sure. who's listening can can pick them up on Bandcamp too. They're like a fundraiser for Black Lives Matter, um, and they were Tim's idea. He's like the the dude in Vancouver who did our vinyl. He's like a genius when it comes to merch ideas, and he was like, "You should make a seed packet." So I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it is a really good merch idea, <laughs> the seed packet, and the, the yeah, it turned out good. The drawing on it too, I really liked. Um, I'll oh, definitely thanks. pick one up from you. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much, Courtney. We'll um, we'll let you go, and then we'll move right to a Gum Country song from your new album. Um, yeah, and thanks again for uh, for calling in today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll switch off air, but <laughs> I guess I'll just say this on air. You're welcome to just. Uh, hang up from the zoom call <laughs> okay okay, okay cool <laughs> bye Courtney. bye guys <laughs> bye you are listening to uh ckut 90.3 that was our interview with gum country according of gum country the new album somewhere out now this is a song from the album called there's a crown
CKUT 90.3. You're listening to the Tuesday morning show, and we just just had our interview with Courtney Garvin of Gum Country, her new album. (laughs) And uh, the band of Courtney's way interviewed a few years ago. Um, And then the song you just heard before the Cocteau Twins here was Gum Country with There's a Crumb. That's out on Dinosaur City Records. Album's called Somewhere. Check that out, especially if you're a fan of the Courtney's um, or the Breeders or a lot of great old indie rock. Um, Good album. And Colin, Veronica, how are you guys doing? Sorry that I totally bogarted the interview to give you guys a you know, I, I just want to say I'm so grateful that she was willing to share her story because it's so important for young people to know this is not something we're exempt from. Yeah. And that yeah. this actually has lasting repercussions on your health for for the foreseeable future. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Shout out to Courtney for being willing to share that. Yeah, yeah. And I know like we were supposed to do the interview before the album came out. And I, she, yeah, she was just spent a lot of took a long time to recover but it is yeah it is good it's a good reminder especially nowadays like i feel like i'm the only person still inside mm, yeah i mean i'm i'm in toronto and um the energy like the nightlife feels like it's back now when when i walk around and i'm you know i'm riding my bike through the city at like 9 10 p.m um, i see people sitting on patios and you know like everyone's having a good time i just want to make sure we're all like not letting our guard down because Mm-hmm. You know, so we all we're all impacted differently. There is are bars open there past ten p.m. Uh, I think they've reopened. If if like as a business owner, you can meet the certain criteria that the the government's laid out. So it's mm-hmm. up to individual business owners to adapt to certain safety procedures. So yeah, it's wild. Like there's places here in portland that are open but they, they i think they have to close at 10 p.m but mm. you, you'll go by like i don't know if you guys know tom's diner right right on uh mm-hmm. 39th and division mm. there's just like a fucking like the whole sidewalk is full of picnic tables and the day that mm. that was open there was like fuck, i can't even count like 40 people sitting out there drinking and smoking, like no masks. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what are you doing? And I was like, do you really need to, I don't want to act like I'm like holier than thou and everybody, but sometimes I see that I'm like, you guys like that rush to like go drink at a bar? I don't mm-hmm. know. I know. But I guess like the difference that, for me is like, also even during normal is times, like, I'm not, I don't ever go to bars. So I don't know, it's different. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like, it's like you, you're bored, but also, like, there's bigger things at stake here. Right. Yeah. That's for sure. In a way, I thought, I don't know if it was, like, had to do with the current moment, but I think having, like, the seeds for the merch is, like, the mm-hmm. seeds to grow plants is, like, kind of the perfect merch to have yeah. right now for yeah. gum country mm-hmm. just stay inside grow your plants very cool yeah 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 you don't need to wear a t-shirt out at you know the show mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that they're donating the proceeds as well that's a 
Yeah, yeah that's great, a good point. Great gesture. Like it just is a good reminder. We can all find a way to pitch in somehow, whatever it is that our mm-hmm. skill or talent is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, donating is great. Yeah, creating zines is great. <laughs> Colin zines baby Colin created a zine with all the proceeds going to Black Lives Matter yeah um, Colin are there still yeah. orders being accepted if, if so you can let people know where to find it or if not then you can still let people know uh, unfortunately not we closed the orders because the way we did it was so I the first go around we did 70 copies of the zine which I paid for out of pocket which was like crazy cheap to be honest, I found this company that, like, it came out to like three dollars and thirty cents per zine to be made. Um, but paying for it out of pocket, you're kind of like, oh, I hope I fill these orders. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, because you could do like proceed or what portion of the proceeds go to, but I just kind of like think I don't know. I just want to be transparent with where the money's going, and I yeah. I don't want anyone to question like. Well, is he taking this money and then putting it all towards it? So I just did uh, send a screen cap of your timestamped receipt of your donation. That way I can see that you donated, that it was for the cause, and I can write down how much and to what organization. Um, okay. So, so we then, did. Okay. I think it's a great inviting way of doing it because it does make it really transparent. You know, everyone knows that all of the money goes where they want it to go. They're uncontrollable. Yeah. I just have, I just, with that business model, I guess was like, I'm going to pay for these things to be made and I'm going to pay to ship them to people. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my, it's your donation. The, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the artists donate their art. Mm-hmm. I donate the makings of it. People donate to the the organizations. It's kind of a win win win. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we did seventy copies that sold out the first day, which was really fucking cool. And mm-hmm. then because of all these people being like, "Oh, I missed it! I missed it! Like, I didn't get it." I was. We were like, "All right, we'll do another run." Um a pre-order basis this time. So this time it was like, send us your, we'll open it up for another 48 hours. Um, send us your donation again, and then we'll put you on a list. And then that way it was like, okay, we got 50 more this time. So I ordered 50 more zines. So it was like, boom, bop, bam. Got it. <laughs> got it. But I raised 2,500 bucks. Well, we raised Zoe, my girlfriend, was very much more a part of making the zine than I was. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I mean, it was like my idea. And then I was like, I have a lot of friends that make cool art. I'm going to do this. It's ACAB based for everyone that's listening. Um, all cops are bastards. So it was ACAB based art. And then I was like, opened it up to all the homies was like, yo, if anyone has art that they want to contribute to this thing, like all are welcome. And we ended up getting like 30 plus contributors. Scoot here has one in there as well. Yeah. Which I was stoked. I was stoked on. Yeah. 
Sorry, listeners, you can't and... do the original anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then I was because I originally was like, oh, I'll just like print it off on a you know like a printer and like mm. just pay for a bunch of inkjet printer paper and ink and just do it really shittily. But then once Zoe, bless her heart, got involved, she was, uh, she's like, a, she knows InDesign and was started laying it out like a booklet and like mm-hmm. was actually like making it look really nice. And then I was like, well, damn, we should just like print this professionally. And then, so she went through the process of laying it out and then also uh laying it out with the website because they have their own template that you have to like fill in the art and all that stuff so shout out to zoe the graphic Walker designer Aparicio. no wonder yeah. it came out so good <laughs> <laughs> i know at one point she was like how would you have done this without me and i was like i mean it would have it would have got done. it just wouldn't have been as nice it would have been handmade <laughs> and it probably wouldn't have been many as many copies either because i would have been like jesus christ i can't staple and print all these out well but yeah 2500 bucks pretty stoked on 2500 bucks colin that's a really good uh it's really great of you to do that and uh yep respect thank you Mm -hmm. doing what i can well let's put some more music on for the folks listening uh on this tuesday morning uh Veronica, I got it in the queue. Veronica and I just watched uh, Chungking Express. An excellent film uh, for Warkai, anyone. Warkai, everything. Excellent movie. Highly yes. recommended. Yes. Very, very yeah. good. Anyways, there was a cover. There was a Cantonese, because he's a Cantonese director, Cantonese version of a Cranberry song. So we'll, we got that coming in. You know, I was surprised about how they just like nailed the production. It sounds exactly like the cranberries. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's crazy. Well, with that being said, you're listening to the Tuesday Morning Show. If you want to find a set list for today, you can go to ckut.tuesday on Instagram. We'll post it there, or head over to the website www.ckut.ca. Uh, I'll post it there as well. Tuesday Morning Show. You're listening to CKUT ninety point three.
Tuesday morning show. It's every Tuesday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. 90.3 on the FM dial, ckg.ca online. And it is about 7... Approaching the top of the second hour of the show it means we're about to close and Boss Boss Suko Suko Sounds will be coming on. So just here to say goodbye to you guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this show today. I enjoyed the set list today. A lot of great. Get more fun than any rock bands. It was a great Courtney, uh, interview with Courtney. It was nice to see both of you again, Colin and Veronica. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having us. For sure. I hope it was worth your time. Always a blast. Veronica, I can oh, barely dude, hear you. I would dedicate my life to this if I could. I mean, what else do I got going on? Not much. That's not true. Colin, you're doing God's work out here. Veronica, your microphone's like, no, I can not hear you. Oh, okay. I'll be quiet. <laughs> Speak louder. It's as loud as I get. <laughs> I can hear just fine. I think I, maybe it's just have... me because everybody just sounds so quiet to me. Hmm. Maybe I'm gonna listen back to the recording and my my voice is gonna be like distorting. You're gonna so <laughs> you're gonna listen back and you're gonna hear you speak louder and you're gonna be like, geez. <laughs> uh, sorry. Check my uh, Check my page there. <laughs> sorry, Veronica. Good job, Scott. Yeah, for, I've known Veronica since we were like 15. It's hard for me not to bully her. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. that. You know, I don't even mind. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind when I'm mean to you? <laughs> you know, it's it's not bullying if it's I like don't take it to heart. It's like a big brother thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Veronica... I want to close out with this song you suggested, Strawberry Switchblade song. It's a great song. One of my favorites. Let's do it now so we have enough time to play it. You're listening to CKT 90.3. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.